G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Disregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. Alright, so today's episode, just going to give you a bit of an update of how things are going. It's been a few days now since I left Ismu, um, so it's all about trying to get back into some sort of normality, which has gone pretty well, mostly because I've had to work, um, because we all need money and I don't have much of it at the moment. Um, so work has provided that sort of structure and uh, that routine sort of to work things around, so that's been good. Um, I haven't probably been to the gym or running as much as I would like, which is a bit of a problem because that really, I need to, you know, no pun intended, but I really need to hit the ground running with this sort of stuff. And we're sort of hit the ground running at a speedy walking pace. So there's a bit of improvement that can be done on that front, definitely, because I am very, very unfit. But the thing is, though, Come Monday, 6.45am, I'll be doing my very first boxing class. Boxing. And I don't mean just, you know, boxing for fitness. I mean, you know, boxing the belt people. No, not really. But I am going to be training as if I am going to be jumping in the ring. And maybe I will. I'm not sure. Maybe I will. So I'm living my best Rocky dream. Fine. I've always wanted to do boxing. This is nothing new. Um, but I've just, I don't know, I guess I've been intimidated by the idea of going to a boxing gym, but you know, one of the big goals at Ismu, um, that I said right from the start was that I want to get into some boxing and I think it's going to do a world of good. So that starts Monday, 6.45 AM. Not sure why I pick so early, but anyway, it'll be good to get stuck into it. Tick that one off the list and, and hopefully it goes well. And, and that's my new sort of thing. So Boxing, boxing, running, the gym, how can you have negative emotion when you're doing all those things? Well, we'll find out. Hopefully, I'm right. Um, what else is going on? Soon, also Monday at 5 p.m., at this stage, it looks like the first of the intake interview series will be recorded. A good friend of mine coming on the show to get interviewed about her story and how she's been able to bounce back from some ill mental health. So that'll be great. Um, It's funny, we actually have recorded an episode already, and it was recorded 12 months ago, like two days ago, and it hadn't been done since. Partly because I just, I don't know, I just didn't have the confidence in the recording. The original recording from her end was perfect, perfect. Smashed it out of the park. But I sounded really echoey and and no good, and I've tried to fix it, and I just can't, so we're going to record again. But in true Elliot form, time blindness, it's been 12 months, which I cannot believe. Um, So hopefully, come Monday, the first of the intake interview series, pretty cool name, huh? Um, The first of the interview series will be recorded, and I will publish that as soon as I can. Um, it does need to be good quality though, because you know this is someone else's story. You know, it's okay if my story sounds like I'm in a well. That's fine, whatever. But if I'm going to interview people, I want it to be done properly, because these people, my amazing guests who will be coming on, they deserve their story to be produced in the best possible way. So that is what I'm committed to doing. But of course, me being, uh, I don't know mentally different. I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to these things and the expectations that I put on are are sky high, of course. 
So there's every chance we're going to record this and I'll can it, but I really, really want to start getting these interviews out because, you know, my story's pretty broad. That's what happens when you've got nine diagnoses, you know, very broad story, but at the same time, it's just my story. Um, and I want to get other people on the show because there'll be different insights to be gained from their experiences. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. You think my story's good? Let me tell you, it's nothing compared to some of the people that are coming on the show. It's going to be brilliant. Um, what else is happening? Let me think. Let me think. I feel like there was something else I was meant to talk about. I'm not sure. Uh, just a word on, um, I guess, how my mental health is actually going. So things are going okay. I've still got this problem. I'm going to do an episode about me being constantly anxious and, and often depressed soon and the reasons for that and what it's trying to tell me. But it's true that once again, out of hospital, every morning I'm waking up with fear and trepidation and it's really frustrating. So I've been navigating that a little bit. But thankfully, the sweats have stayed away, the terrors have stayed away because, yeah, well, I said in the last episode, didn't I, how bad they were? Um, it was pretty, it must have been pretty bad because even when I think about it like now, um, I'm, I'm feeling quite uncomfortable. So yeah, doozy. Anyway, we've been through that. We've been through that. We're looking forward. We're moving on. And that's what's important. Um, and once again, I've just forgotten something I was going to say. My memory's been pretty bad lately. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely say that much. It's, um, I keep forgetting again if I've told people things. And it happened at work yesterday a couple of times. I was like, have I already told you this today? And the answer was yes. And that's a bit of a concern because often before when I've spoken about my memory, I've sort of been referring to the fact that, you know, maybe I had a conversation with somebody four days ago and then today, four days later, I cannot remember if I told them or not. Whereas this time, since I've got out of hospital, funnily enough, and probably when I was in there as well, um, it's sort of like a day-by-day, moment-by-moment, really you know, short-term memory issues. And it's not good because it's it's just, I don't know, it's a little bit concerning. It's, it's a little bit concerning. Um, it's concerning because I think it's probably medication-based. Um, and, well, I've just spent six weeks in a psychiatric ward and I'm still on eight medications or whatever it is. So, you know, I'm not completely comfortable with how that's all going. But anyway, the thing is I need my own psychiatrist and that's one of the goals soon. Um, I'm going to the GP. When are we going to the GP? Next week sometime, speaking of memory detail loss. I'm going to the GP, going to try and get some referrals to some psychiatrists, probably ones that do telehealth online. Um, at the moment in Newcastle, good luck finding a psychiatrist with their books open. It just isn't happening. So lots of people from Newcastle, Newey, are traveling to Sydney to see psychiatrists down in Sydney. Not that the picture's much rosier in Sydney. Um, there's a shortage just across the board. But Newcastle, definitely, there's nothing going on up here. There's no paediatricians either. So a lot of young families are going to Sydney to try and figure out what's going on. And I may have to do the same thing. But I'm going to try this telehealth online thing. I found one that specializes in ADHD, which basically means they're an amphetamine drug dealer. Um, so I'm all about that um, because 
that is the one medication that I probably could use that is missing because um, my ADHD, which is probably also playing its role with the memory issues, is certainly not being managed very well at the moment, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, telehealth, because the thing is with so many medications and so many diagnoses, you know, I, my mental health in general across the board needs to be managed um, by one person, hopefully one professional who has the framework, this is the plan, and let's do it. Instead of what has happened, which is all these different doctors have have seen me, done their own little things, and then said, you know, see you later. And that's how I've accumulated so many scripts because I've had so many doctors who have so many different ideas on how to approach things. Um, so it'll be good to get a psychiatrist and sort of get that nutted out. As far as my psychology stuff goes, um, I've tried to get an appointment with my psychologist, but that's proving very, very difficult as well. So I'm going to have to figure that out um, because although the medication stuff definitely needs looking at, the, the real benefits moving forward when it comes to creating this life worth living for me is psychologically based. Um, it's not so much medications. The medications are sort of, you know, when you're on eight or nine meds like I am, you know, you've sort of hit the end of the road when it comes to the medication story. Um, but when it comes to psychology, there is plenty to do, plenty, plenty to do. So I need to get back into that as well because, you know, like I said, there's sort of a limit to how much the medications can do. And then for me, this is for everybody, but especially for me because I've just about hit that limit, I think, um, psychological interventions are the way to go. Uh, speaking of psychology, my research assistant job at the University of Newcastle, um, pretty good news. I've, I've done my, you may remember, I think I've said I'm a, like a lived experience expert. So I'm looking at some of the research that's coming out, one paper in particular with my old supervisor, my old, um, my, my, my supervisor during my thesis. Um, so he got me on board because he knows the stuff I'm doing and the community and all that sort of stuff. And he said, right, Elliot, you're the lived experience expert. Here's some interventions we're going to create for, for men with low mood. Um, I want you to have a look at it and say, yep, that works. That resonates or nah, don't do that. That's not the way. It's not the way to approach things because the idea is not to make these interventions too scientific. They've got to be real. They've got to be fair income. And when it comes to being fair income, yours truly is the man. But in all seriousness, though, um, it's going well. So I've done all the feedback on all, all the stuff and recorded some videos as well for the app. It'd be nice if I could get these videos and, and maybe get the, the uh, audio recordings and I'll, I'll try and upload them as a series on here as well. Um, but the videos went really well and uh, my uh, supervisor was ecstatic at, with how things are going and he has therefore now said that I could be a co-author on the paper. That means Elliot Waters, thank you very much, Waters et al. 20, no, I wouldn't be at the start of the, the co-authorship, but I'd be in there. Waters 2024. How cool is that? And it's not because, you know, this opportunity hasn't come because my thesis was unbelievable. You know, my thesis was middle of the road sort of stuff, but of course, 
with the mental health battles I had that year. It's a miracle I finished it all. And it's a great testament to my resilience. But the fact is, it's the lived experience that's the value. Not so much me as a student or an academic myself. It's the lived experience. And this is what's so exciting that lived experience is now attracting this sort of value idea around it. It's really awesome. So how cool is that? If I get on a, if I, I could get published, that's, I don't know, that's something I never thought would happen. And I reckon, I don't know, I'm pretty proud. I'm, I'm really stoked about that. So there you go. So um, soon I'll be Dr. Elliot. No, I won't be Dr. I'm not doing a PhD, but no, it's very exciting. And I hope, and I think it's only the start of more to come. So that's, that's really great. Um, and it adds, you know, it sort of validates my experiences. You know, I've said it before many times, um, I'm sure, but, you know, using my story for good is important so I can look back and be like, okay, that was a pretty crappy time. But at the same time, look what has been produced out of it. So, you know, maybe I still didn't wish I went through it, but hey, here's some good reasons and good outcomes because of it. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind. And that's what I've been trying to do. So there you go. So my gig at the university hopefully is expanding, and that's so exciting. Um, too many ums. Let me think. Let me think. That could be it for today, I think. So um, again, thank you to everybody who has been messaging. I do appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Um, some of you new listeners from Newcastle are probably listening because of all the posters that I've put up around the city. So yesterday at 5 a.m. I got up because I couldn't sleep. Um, but so yeah, my sleep's not being brilliant at the moment. But anyway, um, I got up at 5 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. I thought, right, I'm going to be productive. So I jumped in my car. I had 50 posters. So I printed off 50 posters and I've laminated them all. It's taken me hours to do. Then I jumped in the car yesterday. And I put posters up all over Newey. So if you're listening because of my posters I've been putting up, feel free to let me know because um, that's pretty cool if people are stumbling across and going, hey, that's something I'd be interested in. I'll give that a listen. So, yeah, it's definitely my autism that's coming out, though, for sure. Like, that, it's who gets up at 5 a.m. with 50 posters of, of their podcasts and just plasters them all around the city. I'll tell you who does it. Elliot Thomas Waters. That's who does it. And there's plenty more going to be going up. 50's just the start. I was originally aiming for 100, but seriously, I smashed it out that 50 yesterday. I can do more. I can do more. Going to hit 200. I'm just going to keep going until the council ring me up and say, if you don't stop putting these posters up, we're going to do something. We're going to fine you. That's the only way I'm going to stop. So Newcastle City Council, please, it's for a good cause. Just let me do it, all right? Let me have my fun and nobody, you know, nothing goes wrong. It's all good. It's fine. Okay, that'll do. Thank you for listening as always. Now, I think I said at the start of the show, I forget, but whatever. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, give us a great rating and because it's good for the algorithm, and you can share the show around with your mates, and you can follow me on Instagram, and you can also cons. Uh, oh, jeez, fluff me lines right at the end. Um, the dry mouth is just hitting, just hitting now because I've just got up and had my medication, so it's just hitting now. So I'll try and get this out and get this over and done with. So 
If you'd like to follow me on Instagram or contact me, you can also do it via Instagram at elliot.t.waters. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time here on the Dis Regulated Podcast. Podcast.